Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Welcome to Love Live, Ruach Remnant Reality Radio. I am Shalaya Scribe. With me is Shalaya Yami. This is Praise, Prayer, Decree, and Declare. The best way to start your day is with Yahweh. Hallelujah. He starts the day. He has the say. So, hallelujah, Yami. You want to pray us in, and then uh, yeah, we'll just take her from there. See where it leads. Hallelujah, for Father, you allow us to renew our relationship with you every morning. So we choose to do that, and we are so thankful that you don't leave us in darkness, that you brought us into your marvelous light. And and in the light, we can see what's before us, what you have given us, we can Um, recognize, Father, who is representing you. And when the old enemy comes our way, we have authority over him. And we um, are free to um, not be under the influence of any demon. Thank you for all this. Thank you that you have a plan and And, Father, we want to fit in that plan. We don't want to be um, uh, displeasing to you, but we want to be children as your children and please you. And, Father, we um, like to see smiles on others' faces. And your smile is the most beautiful. So we ask that that you um, bring your smile, that we do the right things to bring a smile to your face. Uh, thank you that you have good plans and that we are here to say we belong to you and we say let your flag fly high in the banner from the banner of our heart as proof the king's in residence here. We claim the territories you have given us, Father, for you have won um, the championship and our Yeshua has taken over what Satan has robbed and given us authority to walk in this earth, pleasing to you, doing um, what we hear from the Father. But thank you that um, there is no room for doubt because you make things so evident and your will is so much what we need. We do the things to... Um, know the Torah so that we do it. Because, Father, the the um, words must be spoken to go into ears that they that those who have the ear of the Rukadesh can Rukadesh can um ha- can hear what the Ruhak has to say. For um, there's nothing more important than for you to have your way in this earth as it is already established by you. And we pray your kingdom come, your will be done in this earth. Amen.
knowing that the Ruach HaKadosh in us can set the adversary of our souls to flight. And run, devil, run. We ain't got to chase them down because we're not going to be the ones casting them into the pit anyway. We can just let them run. Let them run. Crowder did an awesome job on the video. It's got a bit of a, a redneck note to it. You're running around the backwoods, and it's a fantastic song, and it's, and it's good. And I love me some David, some Crowder. He's got it going on. Um, hallelujah. Abba, yeah, in the name of Yeshua, we just thank you for our sister Yami. We just thank you for her leadership, for her guidance, for her wisdom for her love for you, and for her passion for the truth. So, Abiyya, as Yami brings forward her teaching, I just pray that your Ruach HaKadosh would pour out a double portion of anointing upon her. That your word would take root and it would be a barukatah to all those that hear it. Abba, rest on here on Yami. Baruch her, both in her heart and her body and her, and her mind and her finances, in every way she possibly needs to continue to grow into an ex- excellent emulator of you. Hallelujah. And I'm in. Hallelujah. Thank you. So, Father, this morning, I thank you that you had me kind of look through First John, the first um, four chapters, three chapters. And, and wow, um, I was looking for prayer, but what I didn't see in these chapters, the word prayer, but I seen the fruit of prayer. I seen how he's letting us know what our um, hope is. What do we have to gain by walking with him? And what we already know the rules of walking with him, which is basically make our relationship new every morning, to know that he's consistent and doesn't change his mind, but also he adds to what we have in a daily basis, in a regular, in a way we can count on him. We have stability. We have what what they say every woman needs in a marriage is security. And as the bride of Yeshua, we're given the best husband there is, the creator who told us he'd even create something if we needed it. 
<laughs> and he's able. Hallelujah. And Father, um, we're asking that we have um, a clearer understanding of consistency, of steadfastness in 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 Yeshua's walk. We see that he did every morning um, take that time out. And he had an ear constantly opened to all kinds of prayers. And that's among your commandments to, to pray all kinds of prayers. It's depending on what we're going through. If a miracle happens before us, he reveals to us through the rocket dash what to pray, what to speak into existence. That's that's needed because he specializes in things thought impossible. So this prayer life is not a one-time thing or way, but it's a a consistent continuum of being in your presence and putting um, in words our um our need our request um and then hearing from you and opening our mouth and speaking it into existence in in a bigger picture all this is is in the the existence of of that bond with him and in that bond that communication um, in the word is called prayer. There's every kind of prayer you can think of. Um, everything we need is it. summed up with the solution is in our Messiah. And then he tells us the in in these few chapters he mentions well what. Do, can we expect from from this um, being in his light, walking in his truth, recognizing his Torah, his instructions on how to love? What what can we expect? We can expect it says six thousand years of of him allowing man to try to to um, you know, seek out the way, the truth, the light, and then there'll come a thousand years of of peace, that millennium time that we have to hope for. And after that, there's more because infinity offers us change. And um, um, by this, we know in, in the second chapter, the um, the third birth. By this we know that we have known him if we keep his commandments. The one saying I have known him and not kept his commandments is a liar and the truth isn't in him. It says John's apostle is written somewhere as a footnote in the mid-90s A.D. And John is the last living apostle, and must much hearsay is taking place. Heresy is taking place, and this scripture is clear proof that anyone saying that he is a disciple of Yeshua and not being obedient to the Torah and the um, commandments is nothing but a liar. So that's what we're overcoming in this life is is the author of the lie. And um, he is put under our feet. And Yah's brought us in the light where we see the truth. So we pray that 
in all things, we depend on you. And we pray and speak into existence the things we hear from you. And that makes us stewards of your word that makes us obedient to the Torah. And the Torah is our instruction book of what love really consists of because it he tells us that if we have him, love is in us and we don't do anything to that goes against the Torah, but the Torah is um, written in in our nature of Yah, the Ruh HaKadosh, that comes in us and guides us unto all truth. And then we love one another. And it, it says we understand the gifts and the calls in one another. And then we... Um, we can pray to him for the um, workings of of all of us that they be um, guided and that we all be in a card with with the total plan so that we have infinity and we can experience. Um, walking with him in this earth and doing the work of the evangelist and doing um, the actions needed for his kingdom to come. And then we can have those thousand years with him and doing the Torah without the presence of the enemy. And then there's more because Yah... Um, gives us life without an end. And that was his intent from the beginning. But now um, it was robbed by Satan and man, woman being deceived. But now we are again reestablished in the path that is true which leads into all these great exploits that's happening one arm at a time, which we are to live. He says if we if we want to live in the past, that's not going to bring it. We do have memories that encourage us and help us do correct, but we don't live there. We become new every morning. And we see just for today what Yah has for us as he directs us. And the consistency of his direction changes us because it it brings us the confidence we need in order to accomplish our part in his kingdom from here to eternity. Recognizing each plateau offers a new experience from from the six hundred years of man um, man's um, opportunities to bring the Torah into his life to the thousand years of peace where there's not going to be the enemy to um, the goals of the Father in the, for the heart of man to infinity, which offers more. And we don't even know what we're going to be like, but we do know we're going to be like him, or we're going to see him as he is. I have, the, you, have you noticed that once you get to really understand something you you see it for what it is and you you can magnify or yeah magnify our messiah in doing um what proves out to be true 
Hallelujah. So what what more can we ask for? We're being led out of hatred and evil, and we're growing in love. And as long as we stay on that path, our failures will um, drop off of us and and be gone. And yet the established truth in us shall remain. And that will make us a little bit more like Yeshua every day. And we can can pray for one another. And we can recognize what Yah is doing and um, be in agreement and do what we can to help one another because Yah wants us to experience the gift of giving to others, giving encouragement and giving um, of our abundance if one is lacking for it's not his will for any of us to walk alone. For he is with us and he calls us to evangelize, to bring to a dying world more truth so that we all can have infinity walking with him. So let us pray about everything which truly means listening when we ask and he gives the answer and denying the flesh and doing what the Ruhat gives us, what the Torah tells us, and what the experience of love brings to us. Amen. Johnny, we're going to break for, the, for a little bit of Jack Williams, and then we'll, we will be back. You are listening to Low Vibe Rock, Remnant Reality Radio, Praise, Praise, Decree, and Declare, where we start the day with Yahweh. Hallelujah. On Fly Scribe, we'll be back.
sure fire fall cast out all my fear Let your fire fall, your love's all I fear Let your fire fall and cast out all my fear Let your fire fall, your love's all I fear Let your fire shaking my head that's why I'm speechless I just I cannot believe what I myself have given into in the name of fear as opposed to stepping out in faith and doing what Yahweh and doing what Yahweh expects of us but yet it keeps happening and it keeps happening and it keeps happening because fear doesn't expect us to do anything unusual Fear doesn't expect us to step out of our comfort zone. Fear allows you to stay complacent and content in your own little box, in your own little world, in your misconceptions, misperceptions. Fear lets you stay there. You don't have to grow out of it. But that's where these acronyms come into play that we talked about yesterday or it was last night on the line where it says, you know, face everything and rise. Face everything and resist. Face everything and rejoice. Face everything and fill in the R. You know, Abba Yah has created a, created us in a beautiful way. He's given us a beautiful place to to reside and to experience life, but it's nothing like what's going to come. It's nothing even close to Shamaim. But in order to get there, we have to have a firm understanding. of what it means to take God as word, to believe that the salvation he's, he allowed for is provided, to believe that everything throughout history that has his name attached to it, from creation to the flood to Yisrael coming out of Egypt and on and on, all throughout the prophets, that all these things actually happened as evidence for those that were going through it. They were proof positive that faith is the substance of things unseen. 
I should. I, yeah, I mean, do you know that verse by heart? I do not, and I should, and I'm ashamed that I don't. Do you have that verse by heart? Is that Hebrews? Faith is the substance of things hoped for. for. And the evidence of things not seen. Right, 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 right. Okay. Faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things unseen. And that's Hebrews 11.1? I don't remember the address. So, but anyway, I remember right. Well, and I appreciate you pulling. I appreciate you getting that one right for me. Um, Abba Yah expects us to take him at his word. Now, one thing you can't you can't take somebody at their word and disbelieve them at the same time. Because it's a, it's almost an intellectual impossibility. You now, somebody says something, and you see all the evidence possible that it's going to happen the way they're saying it, but you call their bluff. Well, with Yahweh, we don't get to call his bluff. Abba Yah has no tells. Abba Yah is not a poker player. In fact, he speaks against it when he says don't cast lots. Okay, gambling is not a good thing. Let's you know, let's just get that right. When they, you know, I think when they cast lots for your shoes, for your shoes garment, um, that was that was that was enough of that. Now Abba Yah wasn't having any more. Um, but anyways, we're getting a bit of a side because, you know, what it takes, what it's going to take to manifest the kind of faith that Abiyah is talking about is a apprehension, a grasp, an understanding, an intimate knowledge of wisdom, something that regrettably is not applied often enough by enough people in this world because they don't see it as a necessity. I mean, a lot of people want to call it common sense, um, but it's not practiced commonly enough. So, hallelujah. I, you know, I titled this one Righteous Kings. And I guess once we get into it, it'll be a little bit more obvious why. We're looking at Sefer Mishle or Proverbs 8, 15 to 18. And verse 15 says, By me kings reign and leaders decree righteousness. Rulers and nobles rule by me and all the judges of the earth. I love those who love me, and those who seek me early find me. Riches and honor are with me, enduring wealth and righteousness. This paints a beautiful picture. It really does. Because we are supposed to be a kingdom of priests. We're supposed to consider ourselves that. These are words that Yahweh inspired Solomon to write for a specific purpose at a specific time. And then it gets passed down. So we are to we are to consider we are to we are to look at ourselves relatively highly. Okay? Not to get prideful, not to get arrogant, not to get boastful, not to get cocky. Alright? To use modern parlance. But look at it. Solomon says, by me, kings reign. Again, he's speaking of wisdom, okay? And, you know, there could be a chance that Solomon set up a few other, you know, 
kingdoms in other in other places, there is that chance, but it's unlikely. This is wisdom speaking through Solomon. By me, kings reign. And leaders decree righteousness. Rulers, rulers and nobles rule by me and all the judges of the earth. So whether they whether they rule nobly, whether they're noble by nature, or where, I mean, the unjust fit in here too, because there's got to be a countermeasure, unfortunately, because if it's always too good, then we just get used to it, we get comfortable, and, we, and you know people still find something to complain about. Verse 17, again, I love those who love me and those who seek me early find me. Riches and honor are with me, enduring wealth and righteousness. So wisdom has the ability to give us everything that we need to have what appears to be a successful life on this earth. Wisdom just claimed to lay everything out for the governing governing systems in the world. And that's awesome. Of course, Abba Yah knows what, how he wants us governed. He would have preferred that Yisrael would not have asked for a king. But every other nation around them had a king. All those spin-offs, all those sons that weren't sons of promises, they all made themselves king because we didn't get to look inside and see what they were doing in their societies. We didn't get, you know, we didn't have the opportunity to pay attention to just how far removed from Yahuwah they allowed themselves to get. When it comes to Israel, when it comes to the Hebrews, Abiyah kind of kept his finger on the scale. Through wisdom, to throw the balance towards a positive outcome for humanity. Not just Israel, all of humanity. Whether all of humanity wants to admit it and acknowledge it or not, that's just tough. That's the way it is. Abba Yah loved humanity enough that he was going to balance, he was going to offset the scale regardless of what the adversary did. It didn't matter. He had it going on. Yahweh was going to make it happen. And that unfair balance, if you're looking at it from Hazatan's point of view, and I don't know why we would, is the Yaman Yeshua. So hallelujah. Moving on. Me by the Ruach of Yahweh, or by me, by me, wisdom, the Ruach of Yahweh, his very breath is speaking here. Put yourself in Yah's shoes for a minute. I don't know that he wears them, but mentally do it anyway. If we didn't have scripture, we couldn't know what our El Elyon thought, believed, or intended. I am grateful he speaks. Who else is powerful or wise enough to have complete knowledge and sole proprietorship over the business of the entire earth? One tried, failing miserably. Proverbs fifteen, Proverbs eight fifteen eighteen educates us as to the role of our as to the role our Creator plays in political theater. Excuse me. Proverbs eight fifteen eight educates us as to the role of our as to the role our creator plays in political theater since the beginning of time. Something to be, to remember here is that his word, his wisdom, is as eternal in nature as his very essence or being. There was never a point in history, recorded or otherwise, or otherwise in which Yahweh was incapable of speech. I'm aware that prob, pro, uh, I'm aware 
that I probably don't. Or, wow. Abba, yeah, I held my tongue. I'm aware that probably didn't have to be said. But with so many people these days acting like he doesn't even exist, sometimes the obvious needs to be spelled out. What does any of this have to do with the verses at hand? This. Yahweh, as El Elyon, places shepherds over all his flock, whether we want to submit to his understanding or of reality or not, is inconsequential. He assumes nothing and orders everything. He does not require our permission to be who he is. Now that the inability to argue of Yah's work or Yah's right to work has been settled, we can be more accepting of what he expects from those he, he trusts with our leadership and what they can expect if they wander too far unexpectedly from his instructions. He does not expect perfection at the onset, but blatant disregard to his standards of righteousness will be costly. As I'm writing this, I'm hearing my burden is light. Yah couldn't make it that way for the common man while making it far more difficult for would-be rulers, politicians. What makes it difficult is departure from Torah or instruction. You see, Yahweh is farmer and fisherman. For him, it is all about the harvest. His wealth is found in the salvation of humanity. Even world leaders acting rightly in rightly in agreement with him, aid in the salvation of many. On the other hand, unrighteous, defiant, disobedient leaders diminish potential harvest and are quickly rooted out and replaced, sometimes not quickly enough for those they are ruling over. I know this was kind of a lengthy teaching, but to close, let's take another look at the verses, at the verses addressed that at the verses addressed, what is promised to all who, who choose to remain attentive in right mind in right mindedness to Yahuwah's wisdom. One should Yah choose you could be called to lead in a greater capacity than ever considered. Two <coughs> excuse me. Yahweh and the world are listening to what you say. Three. Yahweh positions both the righteous and the unrighteous. Four, leaders are called as judges but not condemners. Five, there is a unique place in the heart, mind, and wisdom of Yah for those that love his wisdom. Six, Yahweh is a 24-7 Elohim, but special attention is given to those who pursue wisdom at the earliest possible time. Seven, Willing, willingly functioning in the wisdom of Yah comes with some extraordinary perks, whether you are commissioned to lead countries or not. Eight, right relationship produces enduring, dare I say it, eternal honor and wealth, honor, wealth and righteousness. Yah doesn't play when he paves a path for you. He will continue walking with you, determined now not to stray from it. It could get very expensive. Shalom Aleichem. Um, wisdom is the best thing is the best option we've got and if there's a chance that it can increase me so that I can do for others then I want as much as I can get and I'd really like the, the, the material that follows it because otherwise it's kind of difficult to do some of this stuff so hallelujah Yami, if you could pray for this teaching, I'd appreciate it. I got a frog in my throat. Father, thank you that wisdom is is the keeper of truth, and we want wisdom. We learn to see the results of wisdom. And we stand in awe of you and your wisdom because though we can't 
always understand things. But you tell us what wisdom is and we apply it. Then our eyes are opened and it's brought to light. That wisdom does express your love. That in the height, the depth, the breath, the length, the width of your wisdom, love is kept. So let us be keepers of the Torah and let us hold dear to the Ruh HaKadosh that, that will bring to mind wisdom as we study it and as it becomes part of our heart and we instantly respond in wisdom as the days go by. And Father, thank you that you get sweeter and sweeter as the days go by. And such a love that that pours wisdom into us so that when we open our mouth, wisdom comes out and others are drawn to the sweetness of its flavor and its results. For it's not your will for any should perish, but that all should come to the knowledge of who you are. And, Father, that includes everything that's wise. So we, as we continue this day, we pray that wisdom covers us with a multitude of of love and truth and and um we are an example that others look upon and see as good and want to taste and they do taste and see that you are good and all that um you are is what we want. So let the desires of our heart match the words of our mouth and let the seeds of your wisdom that's been planted in our heart bear much fruit. For you give us all the tools necessary for life and God's godliness so that we um can enjoy and have a life worth living. Amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Yeah, yeah I mean, gonna jump through a few songs a couple songs here and then we're gonna let you get out with your day. Praise yeah, hallelujah. This is get wisdom. <laughs> Okay.
Get you through this Hold on, hold on 
Well, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. This is Shalak, scribe, emulator. And with me is the incomparable Shalayayami. And you have been listening to Love Live, Ruach Remnant Reality Radio, AM edition, Praise, Prayer, Decree, and Declare, where we found out that wisdom establishes kings. And kings certainly need to be able to rule with wisdom. General knowledge, worldly gained knowledge, is not wisdom. And you can be 78 years old and have spent your entire life in politics and still be dumb as a brick. With Yahweh, with a proper understanding of Yahuwah and what he expects from us, that's not likely. Abiyah, we just thank you for our time together today. We thank you for for communing with us. And we just ask, Abiyah, that you continue to to direct our paths this day and help us to walk with and in you. Hallelujah. We are out. That's the end of it. Y'all have an awesome day in Yahweh, and we will be back at 6.37 tomorrow morning, but between now and then at 9.07 p.m. Central, we've got Transformed Recovery Rip 2.0 with the awesome, incomparable Mike the Spike, an awesome young man, fantastic music minister, Join him again. That's Love Life Ruach, Remnant Reality Radio. Same call-in time, same call-in channel. You don't need nothing but the number. Call in 9.07 p.m. for Transformed Recovery RIP 2.0, where we ask the question, are you in the Ruach HaKadosh, or are you stuck in the yuck of flesh? Hallelujah. Yabaruch.